Hello, it's Amanda. Welcome back to my podcast, The Art of Life. Today, I wanted to kind of talk about my belief system and how I see and experience our reality. And I'm hoping that you guys find it interesting. So stick around. So, we're going to talk about my theories and my crazy ideas that I sit and ponder. Um, Let me grab my notebook really quickly. I have this notebook in which every time I get this crazy revelation about the universe or the spirit of man, then I write it down in this book. And let's see, I have so much written down. Okay. You are everything, and everything is you. Every life is an extension of yourself. So, we understand the idea of infinity in the sense of numbers. But everything is infinite. Okay? The power of life, the universe, consciousness, is infinite. There is no end. There is no beginning. It is continuous. You can get down to the smallest molecule, and it seems as though there's absolutely never an end to how deep you can go. And that is because there is no end. Again, there is no beginning. We are nothing but reflections of each other. We are the universe choosing to be me, specifically in this lifetime. I chose to be Amanda. The universe chose to be Amanda. I have created this persona called Amanda. This life I have created, all of it, is something that my spiritual being, the universe, decided. It needed to learn a lesson in this life. A lesson. (laughs) As if just one. But the universe needed to learn specific lessons collectively. And collectively it is learning lessons through me it's learning lessons through you it's learning lessons through basically ever it's becoming self-aware and that is the point of these lessons it's it's it wants to understand itself it wants to experience itself the freedom the without limits it wants to create a reality in which there are no boundaries there is no end there is no beginning Right now, as humans, we see a beginning, we see an end. We see birth as the beginning, we see death as the end. We see more so the negative than we see the positive. And we embody the negative aspects more so than we do the positive. Recent and more recent years, you can notice the incline of positive thinking and how it has drastically changed both government and society. And slowly... It's integrating itself into culture. So the belief of the end of the world, the apocalypse, whatever it is, from what I have gathered by observing is that at the end of all of this, what's going to happen is society as we know it, the concept of society is going to crumble. And if we are not ready for it, if we do not wake up, then... It's going to end in fire and flames. But if we find ourselves before that time, then we can stop it. 
we can rebuild from what falls. It may be a civil war, world war. Something is going to happen in which we aren't going to have any control. Everything that we know of is going to cease to exist. And that lack of control is going to lead us either A, into chaos or into peace. And maybe it will lead us into chaos and chaos will lead us to peace. But ultimately, something is going to happen in which we are going to need to rebuild. Bring the idea of heaven to earth. And my idea is, I believe, I'm a spiritualist. So I believe in a higher power, but a higher power being a collective power. We are all extensions of that power. It is not one being that is separate from us. We are not separate from that being. We are not separate from nature. We are not separate from animals. We are in the same realm and everything as the one being because the physical reality is a manifestation of the subjective reality, which is the law in which the universe operates. So there's the spirit, which is like the life force that enacts its will upon the subjective, which is the medium in which everything is created. And the subjective is both within us, within animals, everything. It's just the law. So if you take a seed and you plant it in the ground, the seed knows what to do because of the subjective. The subjective is what pushes things. It's the, uh, the action of the universe. And then for us humans, the subjective then affects the objective. So whatever the the subjective needs, wants, pushes, the subjective is unaware of itself until the objective becomes aware of the subjective. The objective is our ego. It's what puts us at place within our reality. So who I am right now, Amanda, is my objective. My subjective is not so much subjective. Let me more so say unconscious. So so there's the conscious version of myself, Amanda. Unconscious version of myself, my spiritual self, which lurks behind, which push, pushes the motives for the being that is Amanda. And then the subjective is the law that creates both of those. So it's layers upon layers upon layers. And that's what I mean by infinite. So I am an extension of the infinite. You are an extension of the infinite. This book that I am holding in my hand is the extension of the infinite. And because of that, we need to acknowledge the balance because our planet, life, is delicate. It's delicate in the sense that if one thing is changed... Okay, things can get fucked up, okay? So, like, if one, if the recipe for what is, what creates life, one thing is altered, would it be life? Would we, would be, would we be alive if we had one less element in our body? That's the, the perfection, is life would not exist 
And the blessing in itself is that it does exist. That's why we are perfect beings. Because in order for us to exist in the first place, we have to be perfect beings. And our mindset created the idea of imperfection. So we see imperfections in everything. And we see ourselves as separate beings from everything. While we need to see ourselves as a collective, universal idea, basically. Not sure if that sounded like a crazy rambling, but basically, I am just saying that you are me, I am you, I am, we are. That's it. That's when I look into your eyes, not only do I know that I have felt your pain, because pain is not individual. We all experience the sensation of pain. We've all experienced the sensation of grief, of anger, of frustration, of sadness. We've all experienced that. So because we're one being, when I look at you and you look at me, it's like looking in a mirror. We can't see our own faces. Think about that. What if we... The fact that a reflection shows us who we are is crazy because we, with our physical eyes, have never seen our true being. Wonder what we would see. Who knows? But that's what I mean by the we are an extension of each other. Everything is an extension of us. Okay, so this segment is going to be on manifestation and how our thoughts manifest our reality and how our mindset depicts how we feel and our happiness. Uh, A lot of people fail to realize that our mind is constantly generating our reality. So if we are our brain, why is it that we have or we think we have no control over how our body operates, how our cells uh, mutate even, how we get illnesses, how we heal. Why is it that a cut can heal itself, but other things can't? Why is it that imperfection seems to only exist when humans acknowledge it? reason being is the universe is consciousness itself. If thought is the active ingredient that causes the effects, then if collectively we change our thinking, individually we collectively change our thinking. Let me rephrase that. Because on a collective scale it is impossible to tell every single person at once to do this. It's It's an individual thing. So whoever is listening, what I'm asking you to do is to understand that your part in changing the world is changing yourself, changing how you view this reality. 
Our reality is not a fixed property. It's constantly flowing, moving, evolving, unfolding. It is never ending. It doesn't end when we die. My life is not the end of all life. When I die, you don't die. This person doesn't die. There's still life, whether we are here to see it, experience it or not, because we are the universe. And when we realize that at the end of the day, right now, who we are in right this present moment is worth more than any material thing, that our happiness, that our emotions, that our mindset, that our own personal existence is more important than everything else. It's not the idea that the world revolves around you. It's the world revolves around everyone. So you need to be understanding. Understanding in the sense that I want what's best for me, but I also want what what is best for you. And I expect you to be the same way, where it's not my life, not my body, not my problem. Unless you are physically harming somebody, then somebody who is aware, who has a life, who, uh, life in general, okay? I'm not going to get on any political topics this episode, but I want to kind of delve into the idea of being beings of love and... As a, as, let me think about how I'm going to word this. Okay, so when I was about like 10 years old, I had been through a lot of trauma when I was younger. And we'll get into that a different time. I kind of mostly want to talk about spiritual stuff. Beginning to kind of give you an idea of my thinking and why, not why I am... Um, am unbiased but how I am unbiased and that way when I do bring guests in that you know that I'm not going to approach them as though they are wrong that they are incorrect because their perception is right because it's their perception and we create our our reality and I'm not going to tell them that what they are experiencing is not correct I just want to delve into what makes people people. I want to delve into what it means to truly be a human being. And in order to do so is you must acknowledge your truth and the truth of all things. And you must understand that my life may not be the same as yours, but I've experienced everything you have. And that's what we have in common. I've cried. I've felt love. I've felt pain. Everything that is important. The only things that are important. It's not the circumstances. Why I felt the pain isn't what matters. It's the fact that I did. I did feel that pain. And I rose above it. And I continue to rise above the suffering, the pain, the heartache. Even growing with love watering myself, finding who I am, finding my true path, being exactly who I am meant to be because the universe wanted me to be. Okay, the universe 
decided that I needed to exist. This persona, Amanda, needed to exist within this reality for some purpose. And if that purpose is talking to you guys about the constructs of our psychedelic real world, then so be it. And if it is me existing peacefully in a world of my creation, then I'll do that as well. I just want everyone to experience the feeling of self-love. To experience the truth. And for once in my life, I want to tell people, advise them on a broader scale. And I can't do that if I'm not actively trying to push my message. And my message has helped many people. And I feel as though if other people want to feel what I feel and what my friends are experiencing, then how I need to do that is talking to you guys and getting my message out onto the internet. The internet is, like I said, everything is an extension of ourselves. The internet is an extension of our subjective. So it's a way that we communicate indirectly. We communicate our thoughts, not so much physically as it is. I don't even know how to explain it. It is literally like the embodiment is the, the physical conceptualized idea of what our consciousness is. We created consciousness. It's crazy. Uh, so, if you plan on sticking around, I'm going to probably do a few more segments like this, um, and I might delve into a little deeper context, maybe even start delving, or I've said delving too much, oh my goodness, um, but fall into, look into touch base with the things that I've went through and maybe kind of open up to you guys so you see me more as like a human you know because right now I'm not really talking about myself um I just I wish you the best and I hope this rambling episode some sort enlightened you in some way as always you are light you are love you are divine You are the universe, and I hope the best for you.